It's that time, the sports talker. Here's TJ Walker. Well, we're going to have to talk about it. No better place. We can all do it together here. Kentucky's perfect season comes to an end. One game short of the national title. Two wins away from 40-0. and 0, It had almost seemed too good to be true, but as the season went on and on and on, more fans started to get on board, and the entire Big Blue Nation was on that train as the NCAA tournament started. Cruises through the first three games, then very emotional win against Notre Dame. At that point, you might have felt that that was UK's wake-up call runs into a very, very good Wisconsin team and, and comes up just a bit short. So we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to talk a little bit about the game. I don't really see the point in, in, in pointing fingers. Uh, if UK would have done this, if they would have done that, it doesn't ultimately matter. Wisconsin's good. If it, if it was a scenario where Kentucky was much, much better than Wisconsin and it was a huge upset – That'd be one thing, but uh, I think we've, I think we we got to see if Wisconsin and Kentucky were to play each other ten times, you'd have a close to five to five split. And there were some things Kentucky did wrong in that game. They didn't play their best game, but they really didn't play a terrible game either. Got killed on the boards is, is the biggest mistake, I, I would I guess if you want to call it a mistake. John Calipari got a little conservative once Kentucky had that lead late in the game. But again, and John Calipari said this, and, and I don't disagree with him, he did that all the time this season. When Kentucky got up, his one thought was, let's just find a way to win it. And that's what he tried to do against Wisconsin, and it just didn't work. It didn't work one time. And unfortunately for Kentucky, and the way the NCAA tournament works, one loss and it's over. And there's plenty of other storylines to talk about. The Andrew Harrison comment, UK not shaking hands after the game. Lexington turns into chaos. But I, 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 do, I do feel for Kentucky fans, and I can understand the sadness. Because you almost had believed that Kentucky was already 40-0, and all that was left was well, how are they going to win these games? It almost seemed impossible for this team to lose based on how many close wins they were able to squeeze out time after time. But it's uh, it, it's certainly a bummer, and I, I feel awful for the players because they were a very good group. They were a fun group to cover. Uh, I, a lot of those guys I've covered their recruitments – into when they got to UK, and and now a lot of them will likely be heading to the NBA. We'll talk more about that as well. So that's – I feel really, really bad for the players. You want to say, well, they deserved it. And on the flip side, you know, Wisconsin's players, I'm sure, have worked very hard too, and they're a very fun group of guys, it seems. I haven't covered them for two or three years in some cases, but – 
The Kentucky team was a, a very likable group. Clebby116 says, can we please just use your show to talk Game of Thrones preview? Or you can even spoil House of Cards Season 3 for me. Uh, talk about anything else instead of making me relive, relive the game. And <clears throat> that's why I'm really not going to talk about the X's and O's of what happened. I, there, it just kind of seems silly. I will say, and this is... And this is kind of a, a moot point, but you couldn't help but wonder and, and watch that game and hope if Alex Poitras was playing, and you could do that a lot of games, and it, he didn't, Kentucky played the entire season without him, but it just seemed like that game and the Notre Dame game were perfect games for Alex Poitras. A very versatile defender that can guard multiple positions, won't get in trouble on screens and pick and rolls. If you could pick one or two games for him to play all year, it would have been those two because those were those were great matchups for him. And, and Trevor, you know, following Clayby 116's advice, did you watch Shameless last night? I did, and I'm very – I don't know how to feel about the way they left so many things unanswered going into the season finale. Wait, repeat that. Uh, I just they left so many kind of cliff. I don't want to say cliffhangers, but just so many kind of unanswered questions going into a season finale. Wasn't that the season finale? Yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, now I have yeah. to wait all yeah. out till next year to answer numerous questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm okay with that. I, if it had been the last, I mean, I have no patience. Been- I'm used to Netflix. I just ready to load it up and watch the next one. Okay. <laughs> Shameless is quietly but quickly becoming one of my favorite shows on TV. It had always probably been right on the fringe of a top five show for me, but it's really starting to push Game of Thrones into being my favorite. It's hilarious. Last night's episode, I was laughing out loud several times, and I don't generally do that unless I'm with a big group of people. But it was just Hannah and me, and there were several times I, I laughed out loud. And it's gotten better, I think, over the years because they've been able to use more character more depth to the characters of a lot of the kids who've gotten older. At the beginning, they were at a younger age. You really couldn't, with all the the the, the scummy stuff and the title in itself that tells the show's name, Shameless, you couldn't use like Debbie and Carl, and uh, you still can't use Liam. And, and some of those characters, you couldn't really use them to their full, the show's full strength. And now as they've gotten older, as you saw with Debbie and with what Ian's going through and all those things, they can have more character depth, which I think adds to the show's quality. That's true, and that's a good point. And and Deb, I'm already she's already getting on my bad side. <laughs> She's been on my nerves for three just, weeks. <laughs> Carl is hilarious, and I I feel so bad for Liam. Every time I see him, I just I go, oh man, I feel bad for little Liam. He's almost just an afterthought to the family, and seems like such a burden on everybody to take him to school or do whatever you want with him. How many times have you watched an episode and they just don't even mention him at any time? You think. Who's watching that kid? Where, 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 <laughs> I mean, we've got Fiona either in jail or at a, you know trying to go on tour with her husband slash heroin addicted boss, and you've got uh, you know Carl slinging and putting you know framing his uh, younger uncle. You've got Ian going AWOL. <laughs> I mean, wh- who's watching this kid? Yeah, I, I've thought the same thing time and time again, and every time I see him, I feel bad for him. Uh, it, it's just a hilarious show, and. There's so it it almost kind of has a Game of Thrones setup to it where it's just storyline, storyline, different storyline, and you kind of have to go from place to place 
and touch on different characters and what's going on with them. But I kind of like it, and maybe that's why I'm starting to like it more. It's just you, it, it almost feels like every character is his own season, his own TV show, like the Frank TV show down in uh, wherever they were, Mexico, which was just a, a great, great television. But anyways, that 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 you know we could talk Shameless all show, and I think. I think Kentucky uh, that, fans would rather us talk about Shameless for the next 45 minutes opposed to what happened over the weekend. I, I And I wouldn't really I, – I, I understand that. Uh, but there probably are some people that do want me to touch on some some basketball-related topics. Are, those are the Louisville fans that listen to your show. And let me let me touch on some of these Louisville fans. Because uh, I, I, I received some text, message, some text messages from some of my friends – uh, there was a lot of stuff on Facebook, and that's obvious. You know, that's clear. That's going to be there. Um, and there's a lot of things on Snapchat, Trevor. I know that's probably past you, but I don't even know what that is. So there's a lot of things on Snapchat, and it, it, every time Kentucky loses in the tournament, and you know what? When Louisville loses in the tournament, there's a lot of idiot UK fans that that go to social media to to talk trash and do this and that. But even some of my friends, some of my, my some of my best Louisville friends, were unbelievably obnoxious celebrating a UK win. And these guys loss. are some of the biggest. Yeah, loss. Excuse me, Wisconsin's win is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for reminding me, Trevor. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> but some of these guys are some of the biggest Louisville fans I know. They're 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 successful people. Uh, they're smart. But the way they celebrated UK losing, I lost a little respect for them. Because if you're at a point in your life when you're cheering a team losing as much or not, if not more than when your favorite team wins, there's something wrong with you. You have crossed this line as a sports fan where you're just kind of sad. I'm. If you are happy that UK lost, then good. Be happy. There were... Thousands of you. Probably more than that. Maybe hundreds of thousands. But, my goodness. To, it really is sad. It's embarrassing to have so much, to, to gain so much joy from a team that you're not affiliated to or associated with or connected to to let them dictate your mood one way or the other. Now, I can't speak for all UBO fans and your friends, TJ, but I, I can't speak for myself and some of the reasons why I did run some jokes and sent some good pictures and, and made some good comments to UK fans. And, and a little bit of it's kind of like a an endless circle because a lot of times Louisville fans are wanting to run their mouth back because they're tired of hearing Kentucky fans run their mouth at them and vice versa. So it's really no – it's a chicken and egg scenario. But I think for the – at least in my defense of why it made me so happy – to see Wisconsin pull off the victory was not that as much as because I may hate Kentucky as a Louisville fan, but I don't want to hear the Kentucky fans run their mouth, not only after what could have been a possible national championship game tonight in a 40-0 season, but now all, all offseason and all the rest of eternity of how well, you were the undefeated team. That's, I think, and again, I don't I can't speak for everybody. There's some haters that just want to hate because they want to hate, and I, I get that. It's great in a rivalry, I think, but... For my side of it, I didn't want to listen to that. And I've listened to it all year long and taken a lot of grief from a lot of Kentucky fans. And they're my friends, and I accept it. You know, that's part of being the fun part of sports. If you can't dish it out, then you can't. You shouldn't be able to. You should, if you can't take it, you shouldn't dish it out. And I can take it, and 
then I'm and trust me, I'm gonna dish it out. And you can call any of my friends. They 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 turned off their phones over on Sunday afternoon at one point. See, I why but and I understand that. I understand that you and and there are there are so many obnoxious and bad UK fans, and I know that. And there's fans, bad but, global fans but, too. But what do you do you really get joy out of making your friends feel bad? Yeah. Or upsetting kinda them? Kinda sometimes, yeah. You're a bad person. <laughs> You're a bad person. I'm not a bad listen, they talked only in sport. I mean, it's only involved you with are. their favorite team. I don't I don't want them to feel bad if their life is going in a wrong direction. I mean, if they you know, somehow get diabetes or something. I'm not going to sit there and rub it in and, you know, make fun of them for that well, or some kind of like disease or something that, you know, they, they lose some money or something bad happens in their life, but it's sports. That's the part, part of rivalries and sport. sports. It is sports. And, and at the end of the day, it, it is just sports. Yeah. And I, I have the Boston game. I don't have it on, but I do because I don't get that channel. Unfortunately, I'm probably gonna have to change that this year. Uh, but do have the updates coming on and, Pedroia already hit a home run, so we're up one nothing on the Phillies. That's a nice start. Baseball started know. already. All right. Baseball started. It is going on. Sports and, season's officially over. And, and uh, I really was not excited at all about baseball. There's some people on Twitter that count down the days until opening day, and uh, even for spring training, they get super excited about. I was not that way at all. Maybe it's just because I was following Kentucky's basketball season and covering it. And, and has been busy with work. But I've read a bunch of stuff on the Red Sox today, a bunch of – I feel like I had to catch up and, and, and kind of realize – figure out what I missed in the offseason. And I'm actually getting a, a little bit more and more excited as this uh, – as opening day earlier today as I was waiting for their game to start. Boston's pitching is going to be awful this year. But, man, they've got one of the best offensive lineups that you could, that you could have in MLB. That money can saw, buy is what you wanted to say, I think. Well, and then they did buy them, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, I'd be but, okay with it, too. <laughs> but anyways, back back to the topic at hand with Louisville fans. Uh, and I understand celebrating your team and being happy when your rival loses. I, I just I don't understand if you are friends with somebody, why you'd want to make them upset, even if it was over sports. Can you ask them why they might make fun of you as well? I mean, if well, they're making fun of me. Why? Why can't I return the favor? Well, be the bigger person then. I'm already and, the and, bigger and, person and, in and, logistics. I don't need to be the bigger person metaphorically too. And I've always and I, I have a everybody love everybody when it comes to the rivalry because I really don't hate Louisville. I don't. Um, I I I probably used to, but then I kind of felt like I matured a little bit, and I just don't really care what they do if they win. That's going to make a lot of people that I'm very close with happy. So at least there's that. So you're, that's because you're in the generation that's used to getting participation trophies. I mean, no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> stupid. That's stupid. No, that's no. not it at all. I mean, it's because I, it's just it's. I don't care that much. Okay. If it, if Louisville loses, then they lose. Cool. It doesn't. Does it make Kentucky better if they're playing each other? Then obviously that's a different story. But if Louisville loses, does that help UK in any way? If Kentucky wins, does that hurt Louisville? I mean, it, from maybe a program perspective, but a, a, a if it was just some regular season game, and I understand it, Kentucky Kentucky lost. They're not going to be winning a national title this year. So if you want to look at the track record between Kentucky and Louisville over the past five years, it's still one title to one title, and that makes Louisville's program look better. But I just And you're allowed to be happy if your rival loses. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to dictate people's happiness. 
But I think you need to pay, maybe take a step back from sports when you're cheering a team losing more than you're cheering your team winning. I think at that point you need to take a step back. I didn't say that m- me happy to see Kentucky lose was more important than watching Louisville win. That, that I agree with. You should never be more happy to see your rival lose than see your own favorite team win. That's just being an overhater. But, I, I, but honestly, it's, it's a few notches down from seeing my own team win. To see my rival lose, I feel the same way about the Cowboys. I feel the same way about the Yankees. Who, by the way, Toronto's smoking right now in the first, in the uh, seventh, bottom of the seventh, which we know it's pre All Star game if that's happening. So I, I, mean, I, I think I, the Blue Jays are gonna are gonna have a nice little year this yeah, I've, year. I've been hearing that for twenty two years, TJ. I, I've, I've been hearing that as long as you've been breathing. Okay, ever since the, the second World Series uh, that they accomplished and they went on strike the next year, been hearing that ever since then. But I also, a lot of the people who go a little overboard with the hating. Also, the people, if you just look into their social accounts, they probably don't have much to live for. They probably don't have a lot going on in their lives. And I'm not one to really talk and, and be hypocritical to say, I don't, I mean, I've got some, but, you know, it's, it's the only joy some people have in their lives is, is sports. And when, they're, when their rival doesn't succeed more than their own favorite team, that brings them little joy. That's, you're, you're, unfortunately, you're probably right, but I never really thought of, people close to me as only having sports going for them. Uh, and also alcohol, was, alcohol was involved. And, and when that's involved, silly things happen uh, and you overreact or you do stupid things. And we're all guilty of doing that. But hey, as Homer uh, Simpson once said, alcohol is the cause and solution to all of America's problems. It was just disappointing to see from, from some people I know. Again, I expect it from some idiots, but I don't really consider some of the people that I saw doing it idiots uh clayby116 said i used to laugh at older people and think they were weird for saying this but now i completely agree with them i don't uh, i i truly don't enjoy the uk uvo rivalry anymore Uh, and for me really to an extent football wise i i I don't really enjoy the rivalry uh and i've said this before I, i don't think uk should play louisville in football uh because and it, it it comes it's as simple as this, Trevor. Kentucky needs an easier win when you're playing in the SEC, and Louisville is as we've seen the last four years is certainly not a guaranteed win. Uh, and that's not that's not me backing away or scared of Louisville, but it just makes sense. If Kentucky can start going to bowl games again like they did, that can help recruiting and make the program better. So what you if Louisville get- wanted to drop Kentucky in basketball for for a similar reason? I, I would mean, be okay with that. Well, one in seven versus them. I wouldn't. Well, it's different. It's completely different because one basketball loss isn't going to keep you out of the tournament, true, or or, or really drastically impact your seed. So it's different than football. And, and I like the basketball one a little bit more for that reason, where it's okay. You play the game. Bragging rights are at stake. Uh, it's always a great environment. Fans get really, you know, excited about it. And then the game's over and you move on with your season. And, and Louisville has high hopes every year. Kentucky has high hopes every year. So you go on your merry way. Basketball is different for me. But if they if they didn't want to do basketball either, then I, I wouldn't – they're both thriving programs. They're going to be okay. They don't have to play each other. Football is a little different story. But I, I, I agree a little bit with Clay B116. It brings out a lot of ugliness in people, and it's, it's disappointing. It's disappointing to see uh, – and it, it, it bugs me. Again, I'm I'm a everybody love everybody type of person, and I uh, I, I don't see. But you know, I, it's a rivalry, so I understand it. Still bumps me out a little Some bit. Some people we, take it way too personal. I take it as just as fun. It's just fun to me. And the only people, I, and I know if the person can't take it, then I won't mess with them. Which is why I don't go to social media with the crap. 
I, See, I, I, the, do, I do it with t- I text amongst friends who I know that give me crap for a loss, and I'm going to give them crap back, and they can take it, and they know I can take it. Going to social media, and I've been on the social media bandwagon in years past, running my mouth, and it's just not worth it and because people take it way too seriously. And if that's your relationship with your friends, then you have every mean to do, you, you know, you can do whatever you want with your friends. And, and if that's the relationship you all have, that's fine. Uh, it's just some people, I, I think, take it too far. We're going to head to commercial break here on 1450 of Sports Buzz. We're going to talk when we come back who stays, who goes, what the future looks like for Kentucky, and, and what the legacy for this team is. It's kind of tough to digest it all in this moment. Uh, but it's a great group of people, and it should be remembered for the rest of UK basketball history. Stick around here on 1450 The Sports Bus. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. What, what would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? Now, back to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. Sometimes, Trevor, when I'm feeling down, the, the best thing to do is to kind of get away from it all. And, and with the 2015 Sports Buzz golf card, you can do that. And you can play at Chariot Run, Polo Fields, Heritage Hill, Woodhaven Country Club, Elks Run, and Valley View. All of them under $25 a round. Don't forget at Chariot Run, you'll get a range ball and a free drink. We're selling them. So they're not going to last forever. You can get them at 1450thesportsbuzz.com backslash golf card or 812-725-1457 under $25 around and be a good way to kind of take your mind off uh, masters is this weekend so you can go out there and pretend that you're tiger woods and get hurt after five holes and call it around it's uh, the best time of the year to start playing golf especially before it gets way too hot i'm more like carl spangler when i go out there and try to pretend to play golf uh, who's that, Trevor? Bill Murray. Caddy, you've never seen Caddyshack? Oh, okay. okay, I have. It's okay. been a while. Um, I see. I know yeah. you don't watch a lot of the older movies, but if there's one movie I would hope that's an old movie that you knew references from it. At least be Caddyshack. Yes. Okay. Actually, Caddyshack was on a few weeks ago, and I was typing some stuff, so I couldn't get to pay attention. But it was actually the first time that I'd watched it probably in seven years. Uh, so it was actually fun. I wish I didn't have stuff to do, and I could actually sat back and enjoyed it. Um, but okay. Uh, anyways, did you, did you get a chance to see the media fight on Twitter today, Trevor? Oh man. You want to talk about juvenile acting? No. Who who was the Twitter fight between? Well, it was, these two have gone at it before Matt Jones and Kyle Tucker Tucker has been on the show several times and, uh, everybody always, you know, when you work in media and Trevor, maybe you've, it's happened to you a little bit too. It seems like everybody starts a conversation about what you do and how fun that is and how cool it is. And then they ask if you know or like Matt Jones, uh, which I know him and I really don't have anything against him. We're not, you know, we don't text or talk all the time. We're not really buddies. 
Uh, but the Twitter fight between those two today, and they've gone at it before, it really kind of made that would that's kind of the best medicine for Kentucky fans, I think, uh, is to watch to watch that Twitter fight go down. It was actually really it, it lasted probably about an hour. It was some good stuff, uh, but it is it is it is kind of immature. They're two and, Kentucky beat writer. Why fight amongst yourselves? I mean, well, I understand the the animosity that Matt has towards maybe a a, a, a Pat Forty or something, but here, you, here's the here's, here's beat writers. Well, 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 Matt Jones isn't really a beat writer. Well, He's a Kentucky fan that has a, a a successful radio show. Cover the same and, team. Let me rephrase that. Excuse me. And a blog, but really, it's not the same. Kyle's not a fan of Kentucky. He no. covers Kentucky. He's not a fan. You know, I, 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 I've known Kyle now since he's been in Lexington for four or five years. Came from Virginia, and right? Blacksburg. He came from Virginia, but he was born in, in Nashville, Tennessee, or just north of Nashville, Tennessee, I think Clarksville, and uh, went to Western. I actually don't really know if he likes or dislikes Kentucky. I, I, you know, I don't think he's a Kentucky fan. I don't think he hates Kentucky. But they are so you can't really say they're the same. They're in the same group because they're really not. Uh, but it was it, it. Although it was silly and, and and immature, it was kind of fun to watch that play out for a little bit. Kyle's big thing was he didn't like Matt tweeting quotes during John Calipari got inducted into the Hall of Fame today. And again, congratulations, to John Calipari. Uh, it's a great honor, obviously. So Kyle was tweeting out tweets, and there aren't a ton of media members still in Indianapolis, although the NCAA did make you pay for your hotel for four days. So he was tweeting out quotes. Uh, John Calipari said he thinks five guys for sure will go, uh, and they could lose up to seven. We'll talk more about that on the show later. And also maybe maybe well we have, we have weeks to talk about that until final decisions will be made. Uh, but he was tweeting out quotes, and, and Matt was tweeting out those quotes to too, but not really citing anybody. Uh, and Kyle got bothered by that. Trevor, you're not really necessarily in the media. I mean, I guess you know you've had a radio show for for a while, and but how do you feel about that? Do you feel that's a big deal or no? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it can be. Especially, I mean, with the way Twitter is now, and people just want to put whatever out there. I know, and I know, I know Matt well, and he's a good guy. And and I know I've met Kyle a couple times, and he seems, and he's been on the shows with me, and he seems pretty good guy. So anybody willing to say I'll come on the show and do an interview with you on a short notice is always good for me, and and is insightful. So they're always cool with me. So, but the, I, I know, and that's been a lot. I know Matt's had issues with a lot of, I don't, I want to, I guess journalists and media members who don't look at him as a. Like I, when I referred to my beat writer, you, you kind of corrected me on that. I think they kind of are, I don't want to say spiteful, but do have a little bit of chip on their shoulder towards them for that maybe. And you know what? If I was a journalist and in, in, in working in the, the level where I could Kyle Tucker or even where you are, and I was doing my job and putting out quotes and somebody was kind of ripping them off from me, well, yeah, if, they, if I felt it was a ripoff, I would, yeah, it would upset me. And it would get me aggravated, and I, I could see where I would have a – a problem with that said person for doing that. And I know this isn't the first time that Matt's been a pointed a finger pointed at him for such reasons. The thing is, is this used to be, it seemed like two or three years ago, maybe when Kyle was new to town, this happened a lot more. And a lot of local media was just like, Kyle, this is, you know, Matt sometimes does that. That's, that's what he does. 
uh, and he and he he does do it, and he'll admit that he does it because he doesn't think that information is limited uh, to one person or anything like that, and that's his logic, and I'm not going to really get into it, uh, but. It almost seemed like Kyle and everybody else has kind of just come to peace to it that, you know, he's going to do that when he does it. It's, you know, what can we do about it? What can anybody do about it? Uh, Kyle, I guess, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's that the season's over. Uh, I was kind of surprised that he went after Matt in the fashion that he did. Um, when did this happen? I was looking on their timelines. I don't see any direct tweets towards each other, really. It was, around, it was around one. I mean, I guess they could have possibly deleted them, but yeah. it was around one. Uh, and again, you know, when I, there have been times that I've had some recruiting news or this and that, and, and, and Matt has used it. Sometimes they've cited me. Most of the time I say they probably do. There have been some times that they have, and it does kind of bug you. It makes you think that you're doing this work. Uh, you're taking your time. You're traveling. You're doing this. You're doing that. And somebody's kind of just recycling it without giving you credit. Not that putting by TJ Walker or this or this or this. Hat tip. Will, you know, it's not that that will make me I it's, it's not really I don't even know what I want from it besides the recognition that hey this person worked to get this that's that it's not like I want Twitter followers out of it it's not like I want uh you know my name necessarily on his blog for for that reason alone but it is kind of just a a polite way and it really is just kind of a hat tip <laughs> you know that's the phrase they use but it kind of is just a hat tip so I can understand why Kyle's mad I was surprised he said what he said uh Matt I think kind of ended the the argument by not responding. So credit to him for for taking a high road in that sense. Uh, it was it was entertaining to watch though, and I can understand why why Kyle's upset. Uh, but it, it is what it is. I uh, assume the only tweet that has uh, either name tagged in it is a uh, kind of a shot at, at at Kyle or Matt's last tweet was about to head to my first Reds opening day hat tip Kyle Tucker. I think that's maybe a little shot at, at Kyle on that one. Well, no, it, 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 I guess they must have deleted their tweets. Yeah. Okay. Be- okay. That was uh, – there were, there were plenty more than that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, if they're deleted, then, then good for those two for doing that. Uh, and, again, Kyle, I consider a friend. I'm sure we'll have him on the show someday again. Uh, Matt and I aren't as close, but I think he does a good job with, with what he does, and he's – uh, however you want to categorize how he's gotten to the point that he is, whether he did it by stealing information. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't, have it doesn't you, matter. Have you ever had a Twitter fight with a fellow journalist on? Oh yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. Can, will you reveal it? I mean, what, do you mind telling no, me? No, I mean, Matt and I have gotten into few. No, not Matt Jones particularly. I just, anybody. I didn't mean specifically yeah. one of the two participants we're talking about. No, I, I, I've gotten in several of them. I've gotten some in, with Kyle too. I've gotten... <laughs> Twitter arguments with both those guys. It's not it, for me. It's never personal. Of course, you know. But whatever. Uh, it, it it is entertaining, and sometimes it can kind of get out of control if you're not careful because everybody can see it. It's not like a personal conversation where you're texting or calling and or alone and, and and able to work out the details. Everybody can see it, and while you're having a Twitter argument or a fight, everybody else can weigh in, tell you if you're wrong, tell you if you're right, tell you how stupid you are for doing it on a such a public forum. Uh, but that's why it's so entertaining to watch. But whatever. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about this basketball team. And I, 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 I do want. I, I hope UK fans. And I think in time they will be able to move on from the loss and the and the pain they felt Saturday night when everything was kind of taken away from this season. I hope eventually they recognize this team. I don't know if they're gonna 
bring them to Rupp Arena and let fans come in or anything like that. But I do hope they they can do something uh, to honor these these guys more than just the banner that's going to hang in Rupp Arena because they were a great group. They're a team that I don't think anybody's going to ever forget. Really, for me, outside of the national title team, this one is is number two in terms of how much fun the season was to cover or watch. Uh, I, I, I put it above the John Wall team, which was my previous number two. It was just a great group. It was a fun ride. Look at it this way for Kentucky fans. And, and, and in hindsight, it really doesn't mean that much because the national title wasn't, wasn't brought home to Lexington. But just think, and when is this ever going to happen again? Not only for Kentucky, but for anybody. From November all the way through March, you didn't experience a loss. While stuff was hitting the fan in Louisville and they had a very bumpy road, Kentucky was not losing games. While UNC deals with the academic fraud and a bumpy season, Kentucky didn't lose. Syracuse gets put on probation. Kentucky's still winning. You know, Wisconsin and Duke, one of those teams is going is to have a, a dream season that that school will never forget, but they still didn't have the regular season fun that Kentucky fans had. And again, at the end of the day, it doesn't really count for much because you didn't bring home a title, but you can't, we can't overstate how great of a run it was, how entertaining it was, a likable group. They didn't get in any off-the-court issues, and everybody wants to talk about how so-and-so school does it the right way, but John Calipari in Kentucky this year did it the right way. It was, a, it was a group of guys that had so much talent. You can take any one of the first nine and make them a starter on another team. John Calipari able to gather them all together, put egos aside, and win like it was nobody's business. John Calipari, the third coach to win 38 games, the only coach to ever win 38 games. He's done it three times now. UK fans, I know me saying this right now isn't going to make you feel better. It won't take away the sting, especially when they tip it off tonight. But it was a dream season, just not a fairy tale ending. And that's okay. It's sports. I think having Easter yesterday, hopefully for Kentucky fans, put things in perspective. A lot of Kentucky fans rioted in Lexington on Saturday night. That's silly. That's stupid. Andrew Harrison, I guess let's get into that before we go to our last commercial break. By, by the is, way, real quick, is there a rule for rioting? Because if you win, you you burn. If you lose, you burn. I, I don't understand when not to riot. I don't think you should ever riot when you lose. I don't think you should riot if you win, personally. I don't think you should riot at well, all. But I, I I think in you haven't you haven't really been a part of it. I don't know what you know you did or what happened for the maybe eighty six championship when <laughs> I was six years old. I wasn't that old yet. You were only six. I was six. I was born in eighty. Yes. So what'd you do? Did you get? Did you go crazy? Uh, in in eighty six or in two thousand thirteen? Eighty six. Eighty six. I don't really recall. Uh, at that time, I, I don't really have too many memories of my six year old. Now in the two thousand thirteen game, if I had been at home, I might have gone nuts. But I was at the game and 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 work at, and with press credentials, so I stayed pretty calm uh, during that. But that was if I had been at home, I wouldn't have gone and you know rioting or but i'd have been pretty excited 
Well, for for Kentucky, you got to remember it's it's college students that are doing all this stupid True. stuff. Uh, and in 2012, for after the national title game, I was in Lexington, uh, and you know went out on the streets and partied and celebrated, and it was really really fun. Uh, but it was pretty peaceful, uh, and I think after a win, it's easier to for it to be more peaceful. I know after they beat Louisville in 2012, that wasn't the same case. I I you can run on the streets, you can do whatever you want, you can play loud music. Uh, I, I think when you start destroying property that's not yours, that's crossing the line. But I don't think you should ever do that stuff when you lose because what do you, you know, are you mad? Are you, you know, are you, at least when you win, you're celebrating. So there's that, which is understandable. You want to be out with other UK fans. You want to be out with other college students. Uh, you want to drink and have a good time. But don't destroy property. UK fans that did that Saturday night are losers. That we can agree on completely. It, it, it's just it's it's stupid to do that. Clay B one sixteen says, out of all the banners in Rupp Arena, this one's going to be the hardest to look at. It's only going to make me depressed and bring back sadness because it will remind me we didn't finish the season. And I can understand that. It's it, it, for me, it's not really Saturday night and. You know, when the loss hits right away, emotions should be at an all-time high. But as I've sat back and thought about it, this one really isn't as bad as a lot of other UK losses, including last year's, to be honest, including 2011. Certainly not 2010 was worse. And I know I'm probably in the minority in thinking this, but Kentucky was kind of playing with house money with how great and unbelievable of a season it had been. And it was either you end it with a championship and 40-0 and and you go down as maybe one of the best teams ever, or you lose. And it's it's for me, the, the undefeated thing wasn't really that big of a deal. It was cool to be in that position. It probably won't happen again. When you're there, you wish you could take advantage of it. But I think the disappointment more stems from, hey, that was a chance to win another national title, to add to, to be number nine, and we fell short for the second straight year in doing that. So that I can understand. But it was still an unbelievable run from Kentucky. Uh, people aren't going to forget starting the season 38 no. And at least, a, you know, a banner will be hang, uh, hanged in Rupp Arena. The Final Four they, banner, I assume? Is that what? They, they, they only hang Final Fours or titles or runner-ups. Okay. So, John Calipari, I guess, now with several banners already raised in Rupp. Uh, but I can understand that it, the fact that it's not a national title banner is going to bug some people. We're, we're going to have to commercial break here on 1450. The sports buzz. Uh, the Reds game will be on 1450 after our show today. Uh, so I know a lot of Reds fans listening and a lot of Reds fans in Louisville. Opening day in Cincinnati is a big celebration. So you can listen to that game here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. But we'll have one more segment. So stick around. We'll be right back. Baby, let me. I did it again. So I'm going to let the. Oh, my. Baby, let me love you down. There's so many ways to love you. Maybe I can break you down. There's so many ways to love you. Got me like, oh my. 
You're listening to the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. But you should be proud of yourself. Do you have any idea how hard it is to land a girl who's sexually enlightened as Heidi is? A girl like that comes around, what, once every hundred years? Yeah, I wasn't looking for a girl like that. Well, Columbus wasn't looking for America, my man, but that seems to work out for everybody, didn't it? You're here. You know what I mean? Short segment, but we'll make, uh, we'll make do. And you can catch the Reds game here on 1450. The Sports Buzz after the Sports Talker with TJ Walker, which we will be back to our normal hours tomorrow, I believe. I'm 90% sure that's the case. Uh, but I'll always I'll keep you updated on I'll Twitter. I'll think about it. Okay. Okay, thanks. Uh, let's address the Andrew Harrison thing for a moment, just because I guess I have to. It, John Calipari said it best today when he said, good kids do dumb things, and it was a dumb thing to do, and that was that. It was uh, a very, it was a real moment from a 19-year-old who said something stupid, not thinking that everybody was going to hear it. Uh, I, I've heard so many people say, well, what if the shoe was on the other foot? That'd be the end of Frank Kaminsky's career. You could do hypotheticals to make any situation just a nightmare. That doesn't mean that it, 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 it relates. And the shoe's not on the other foot. And it is a completely different scenario if you do that. So quit. Quit looking for something to make something out of nothing. And ultimately, this is nothing. It was a mistake. It was stupid. And it should, it, he apologized. He regrets it, I'm sure. He apologized to Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky accepted the apology. What else is there to hammer in on? And that's a word, and if you all know what word I'm talking about, but that's a word that is overused in society. Unfortunately, too many white people use it, and unfortunately, African Americans probably use it too much as well. But they always, it can be used in different contexts, different meanings, and different, in different ways. And honestly, the fact that Andrew Harrison called him that, it's not funny, but Frank Kaminsky is the, the whitest dude, Trevor, in college basketball. Next to maybe Sam Decker. <laughs> is it not at least a little ironic, you know? That's that's actually the first thing I thought of when I saw the vine or saw the tweet was, isn't he a white dude? Yeah, it's <laughs> so. Yes, you can make it different scenarios where it was. It could be a lot worse, but those scenarios don't apply, so they're stupid. Is it? I, is it me or it, to me? It's almost, and this might be weird, but I'm almost I'd be more upset at Willie Colley Stein walking up the court without shaking hands. Than that's, Andrew Harrison making a little under the breath comment that exactly that's where I was going with that. That's more disappointing because that makes you come off as a sore loser, and, and you know you, you guess you probably were a sore loser a little bit. Uh, and it's on it's again, good kids do dumb things. He probably regrets it. Heat of the moment, made a mistake. That I think is the bigger issue. Not that it should be overly you know that big of a deal. It reflects poorly on UK. It reflects poorly on the players that didn't stay and shake hands. 
And that's that. But it is unfortunate. They should have done that. It's a mistake. It's as simple as that. It wasn't all the players because I think I, it was just a couple. What, was it just the Harris, Harrisons and Collie Stein were the only ones that did it? Because I thought I saw Towns and some other players shaking hands. I, I know it was just some. I don't know if it was all or some, but I know there were several that didn't. And Wisconsin celebrated, and it, you know, the last thing you want to do is watch that, have to be up there longer. Feel really, really sorry for the Kentucky players that they weren't able to bring home a national championship. Good group of guys. Didn't handle themselves in the best way in the post game, but dumb kids or good kids do dumb things. They're not dumb kids. Uh, and now we'll wait to see what they decide to do, where they decide to go. Who stays, who leaves? John Calipari said he thought today that uh, the Harrisons would leave, Trey Lyles would leave, Carl Anthony Towns, and Willie Cauley-Stein would leave. And based on Willie Cauley-Stein's post-game press conference, it does seem that he will go. But we'll see. I think there may be some surprises. I don't know. I'm generally pessimistic about players coming back because if you're going to put a ton of money in front of me and ask if I want to do the same thing and get paid or do the same thing and not get paid – I tend to lean with getting paid. But I think there may be some surprises here. But we have plenty of time to talk about that. Time will heal everything. I like Duke to win the national title tonight against Wisconsin. Don't know if I'm going to watch. I'm sure I'll probably watch a little bit of it. Uh, but it will be strange. I'm definitely rooting for Wisconsin, though. They're, I like Wisconsin. I like, I like Bo Ryan, uh, which is kind of weird because he's kind of a grumpy old man. We'll see. We'll talk more about Kentucky and where they go from here tomorrow. Thanks for listening. 1450 the Sports Buzz Red Game next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tell me how to run my life when they say I'm going wrong and I swear I'm going